Help me, Peggy Hill. Help me, Bushstick. Help me, Kanye West. Use your witchcraft. This is the way of the dork. Welcome, everybody, to episode 95 of the Four Dorksman podcast. I'm Nate, the angry Nate. I'm looking for t-shirts with cats on them. This is Collector Clint. This is Ryan. And that was the most boring intro ever. Thank you, guys. And uh, we are joined by a very, 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 very special guest this wow. week, Pat Reese. Uh, I'll let him introduce himself. <laughs> Jeez, don't build me up that much. Uh, my name is Phil. I've been a friend of Clint's for a long time, and uh, I am mostly a, a gamer nerd. I love video games, board games, you name it. Yes, awesome. for anybody uh, who plays with us on Tuesday nights for uh, video game when we play Switch with Sully, the other voice you usually hear is Phil. So uh, it's a uh, it's tag team back again, if you will. So you say you've been friends with Clint for a very long time. No, everyone's wondering how have you put up with Clint for that long? Uh, short controlled doses. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, so Clint's he... like a narcotic, is what you're yeah, saying? Just exactly. microdosing Clint is. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just good in short bursts. Right. Clint's great. I'm like I, a cheetah. I, I feel like I have the, the Tuesday night sessions, you know, have helped me avoid the Clint withdrawals during the pandemic times. But, but, but just enough so he doesn't have to see my face or actually, you know, interact with me on any deeper level besides, hey, jump, asshole. So it works out well. <laughs> yeah, that, that's probably the best way to approach it, to be honest mm-hmm. with you. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I don't argue at all. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us today, Phil. Um, your expertise and, and your enjoyment and specific hobbies will come into play later during our uh, our main topic for this week. So thank you for being here with us. Bet. Um, so quickly, a few housekeeping things. Uh, make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at the underscore dorksman. Uh, also, please be sure to follow the Across the Streams media. Uh, we are part of uh, CTS Media. I believe it's CTS Media on Twitter. Yep. Um, is uh, the Twitter page, so make sure you're following them. Uh, lots of great podcasts are on there uh, that we're friends of and uh, been guests on, and we uh, look forward to uh, more stuff with them and, and sharing more stuff uh, through that website. Um, but speaking of CTS Media, Clint, do you have an announcement this week? Yes. So uh, to go along with what Nate's talking about, CTS Media is awesome. To give you a couple examples, like the uh, besides the four dorksmen on there, there's three beers and a mic. Uh, there is the secondary heroes. There's the um, Burt Reynolds and Charles. Damn it! I always want to say Charles Manson. Bronson. Charles um, Bronson yes. podcast. I, 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 and the funny thing is, I sent on a message say, "You got to say that more," and we all got to remember it. And nobody can remember Charles <laughs> Bronson for some reason, even though we've all seen him on The Simpsons talk about how you know. He's going to go fix Emmett's, shop, Emmett's fix-it shop when he fix Emmett. Anyway, um, there's, uh, there's, there's a whole bunch of new ones, including Burn Appetit. And the reason I bring up Burn Appetit is he is actually uh, our winner for this week for our entry into our celebration. So, uh, Bernie Lockhart, congratulations. Thank you for leaving a review. He left a review about our fast food episode. You guys should <laughs> read it. Um, it's a good review. It's, it's a, a great review because he's like, you guys are right. In-N-Out Burger sucks. And then you like Whataburger? Hey, screw you. Oh, wait a minute. You brought it back around. You're good. <laughs> it's a very emotional review, but it's very good. So yeah. please make sure to read it. And if you feel up to it, leave us a review or even a Ask the Dorksman voicemail on CrossTheStreamsMedia.com. So congratulations, Bernie. I'll be in touch. Excellent. I think we did get a uh, 
and voicemail this week from uh, one of the Newland brothers. We did from Michael. You're right. So yeah. we'll get there, Michael. We no, just, we'll get there. Yeah. We're slacking. Slack a lacking. Mm-hmm. It's true. It happens. Life. Oh, oh uh, before you do that, too, before we move on, just a quick plug. Uh, pins are moving, but we still have them for sale. So make sure you check out our social medias. Check out our $5 pins. They're pretty sweet. Just saying. They're really, really awesome. Really awesome. If you miss yeah, out, I, that's you're you're a terrible person. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's your Terrible's own damn fault. Scumbags. get the shame bell. Yes, <laughs> yes. Code of go shame. find go find some traffic to slide into. Ugh. You're terrible, terrible, yes. terrible person. Yes, yes, um, you're a terrible person. Not buying. Anyways, um, as you listen, if you do feel so inclined to also play bingo, uh, you can always hit us up on dorksbingo.com. Um, and as always, thank you, Andrew. Uh, for building us the incredible bingo card and also Larry from the STS guys for making that awesome redirect that we can finally remember what the website is uh, for (laughs) for the bingo. We don't remember much, but we do remember uh, who we got to give credit to because credit is important. It is. Um, (laughs) By the way, everything he's just talked about is on crossthestreamsmedia.com. Our bingo card is available there. Information about the pins is there. Everything is centralized there. So if you're looking for just one place to remember... CrossTransmedia.com. It's great because honestly, like our new episodes go up there immediately after Ryan uploads them. Like when he sets it to like 7 a.m., it shows up right at 7 a.m. and we get a little email saying, hey, your episode's live. So it's really handy. So please, please, please check it out. Agreed. Um, totally agree. Absolutely agree. Keep going. Um, Stay strong. <laughs> enough, enough of the nonsensical banter. We'll get to more even more nonsensical banter because we've got our Ask the Dorksman questions this week. And these ones are, these are a doozy. These are good questions. Uh, our first question comes from our buddy, Ferd. Uh, you use too many numbers in your name and it's all mixed all over the place. So I'm not even going to bother. <laughs> um, but he's on Twitter. We interact with him a lot. You'll see his name there. You should uh, follow him. Uh, Islander671. There's a seven in the Islander somewhere. You got to figure out yourself. Wait, where, wait, wait. wait. Is, that a, is that a math joke? No, I don't think so. No, I'm sure it'll come up at some point. Yeah, there we go. I'm gonna get a bell. All right, go ahead. Anyways, anyway, for thank you for the question. His question is: If you could decide on a tattoo for each of your fellow dorksmen, uh, what would it be? And you can't put it on their face. See, I totally misread that. And yeah, I I mean, you initially had to put it on the face. I was like, man, some Mike Tyson level stuff here. Getting pineapple hardcore. teardrops for everybody is like what I was thinking. <laughs> oh man, like Nate, you were probably the hardest one to think of because you already have like three tattoos per yes. square inch. So I was like, what does Nate still need tattooed on him? And so I would say. You need a tattoo that says this space for rent somewhere <laughs> on your lower back, like as a tramp stamp. Jeez. It's terrible. Would that work for you? Yes. Yes, I think yeah, it would. I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah, do it. Uh, Clint, um, I think, needs one that says property of Ava somewhere because I have this. <laughs> real real good feeling that he is going to be wrapped around her finger forever and so she pretty much owns him so i think that's necessary to put i'm Um, not arguing 
No, see, I didn't think you would. Uh, Ryan was a little difficult, too, because Ryan doesn't seem like a big tattoo guy. So I think Ryan should get a tattoo that says, I hate tattoos. Like, <laughs> you said not the face, but you didn't say anything about inside the face. I think he should get it, like, on the inside of his lip, how people get that stuff tattooed on their lips. Oh, I think like that's when what you pull Ryan the lip out and then Yeah, he pulls yeah. his lip down and says, I Well, that actually tattoos. works appropriately, though, because those don't last very long. They don't? No, they're gone no, after like man. two weeks. Oh, this one that says love Nate on my lip, though, is going to be gone soon. I'm, I'm disappointed now. <laughs> right now, it looks like you love eight. So I don't know what yes. it says. That's true, too. I do the love number to- eight? Do you yeah. love the number eight? Yeah, that I do. It's crazy. <laughs> and I don't know Phil well enough to to figure out what to, what to tattoo on, on Phil. Yeah, I was only picking one for Clint anyway. The rest of you get off scot-free for me. That'll work. That'll, That'll work. work. We can do that. Yeah. How would you feel once you go since you've already yeah, sure. in your head, uh, head? So as I mentioned, I really only know Clint pretty well in this group. So, uh, But I, if goodness. I had to pick one, <laughs> uh, it would probably be a Homer Simpson Funko uh, somewhere, I don't know, like on his peck. Uh, just a prominent <laughs> display. Uh, but I, it, it combines his, his love of, uh, you know, the Simpsons and television cartoon comedy in general and his mm-hmm. love of collecting so phil i really thought cool. you were gonna say his pecker at first yeah. when you started <laughs> saying that i was like oh no, wow we went his peck toro <laughs> you went oh we my went full nc17 quickly on, t- on today's episode <laughs> it was bound to happen all right let's see if i can do this for you guys so uh actually ryan was the easiest for me i think it'd be really neat to have and i the size is negotiable um the initial uh, arc reactor in Iron Man's right on his chest, right in the center there. That says, you know, something like Asian Tony Stark has a heart. I think that'd be kind of <laughs> neat to see. Um, you know, for his love of Iron Man, and it'd be it would be hidden, so it'd still be professional, but it would definitely mean something to him. So it'd be really neat. Um, Joey, I'm I'm up in the air. I, I wanted to initially do beef squash on your leg, on your calf, but I don't know if I'm still there or not. I'm I'm almost thinking you need a That's tattoo. a lot of space to work with. I know. I'm almost thinking you need a tattoo of a Jordan on your foot. Like the Jordan's on your foot. So Ow! Like you're wearing it. That would be painful. <laughs> oh, I'm so sure. I'm so sure. much pain. So much pain. And Nate, I, I, you already have it, but you can't go wrong with the banner tattoo. You mm-hmm. just need the one. Another with the, one. It, yeah, you need one with the crown right on your chest, right over your heart to say, <laughs> Banner owns this. He's the What king. if it was like a professional banner, like banner in like a three-piece a suit? business suit? Yes. <laughs> And 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 for Phil, by the way, Phil, uh, just so you know, Banner's his dog. Just to be clear, you know, we're not talking about Bruce Banner, even though that's his namesake. I mean, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, well, I would. <laughs> I'm not gonna argue at all. As for Phil, I'm thinking, I'm thinking you need Nibbler, oh. and I'm thinking you need Nibbler on your right on your arm. And Nibbler, for those of you who don't Nibbler know, the character or Nibbler, Nibbler the character, okay. but it also would uh, come with like a cat toy because for those of you who don't know. Phil has a elder cat named Nibbler, who is uh, doing well, I hope, but yeah. has been around for a while, and we love Nibbler. So I think Nibbler and your love of Futurama, just like mine of The Simpsons, it all applies there. Same exact thing. So That's what uh, I thought you were talking about at first was Nibbler from yeah, Futurama. Yeah, that's what I thought. Well, I am. I am. That, that's what the tattoo would be, but it's partially because he also has oh, a cat. Okay. That is my, my cat's yeah. namesake. Right. Ah, well, That works. That's just awesome. like Banner and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Ryan can get a tattoo of, hey, buddy, <laughs> we can represent a dog. 
No. <laughs> on his upper lip. He's shaking his head. He's like, no. On his upper no. lip. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not your, I'm not <laughs> your buddy guy. <laughs> How about you, Ryan? Do you have any, do you have any idea? I misread the question. So yeah, yeah. for it, I apologize here. I thought it was supposed to be on the face. So on my notes here, um, just for consistency oh, across the board here, I was yeah, going to have fine. all of you guys have a tattoo on your left cheek, not your right cheek, but your left cheek <laughs> saying insert food here. <laughs> yes, with an arrow pointing to the mouth. No, yeah. arrow pointing to the ear. Just to the ear. Ooh. Yeah. To the ear. Oh. Going random. Going it should be crazy. random. Like just spin like a like spin a wheel and wherever the direction of the arrow lands, that's where the arrow you get. Oh, we're so like oh, so we're, we're, now we're talking about a tattoo and a piercing. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Yes, that's both a plastic together. arrow to spin around. Yeah. You're giving people ideas right now, Nate. I am. I am. Okay, we're going to do this. If anybody gets that tattoo, please share it with Atha Dorksman on Twitter and Instagram. Yes, please. Please do. Um, so, yeah, like initially I thought it was going to be like, um, yeah, I read the question wrong too, but initially I was going to be like, I, was, I would get all three of them, like the Mount Rushmore on my forehead. Like it would be just <laughs> the three of their faces on my forehead, like the Mount Rushmore. Um, but what I would do, Joey, I'd have to do something like, like a tree branch. Like a, his whole arm is a tree branch. Oh, that'd be, that'd be kind of cool, actually. Be like, yeah. it would take a lot of ink, and it would like probably, you know, put so like, like biomech, but like tree. Yeah, roots, yeah, but like a tree, like a like tree bark and stuff, like all the way down your whole arm. Um, Ryan, uh, Clint stole my idea of the arc reactor, but I think what would oh. be really cool is you know how like some people have those tattoos of like. Um, where you can scan or like, it'll like, you know, like there's like a, like a, like a code like a or like QR code yeah, QR. QR code or like it plays like, um, like, you know, someone's like the, the voice uh, modulation or whatever. So I would be like, I take the quote from like, you know, when he says, I'm Iron Man, like something like that would be kind of cool. Like on his arm somewhere it's hidden. Um, but also, you know, again, Iron Man related uh, for Clint. This is a good one. There was I had two in mind. One would be you know that gif where the guy's got like the no regrets like right across his like, yeah. right across his collarbone. Yeah, it would be no regrets for sure. Regrets. Um, <laughs> and then that, and then or a uh, a tramp stamp of a king of shits from uh, Rick and Morty, like right like, right above his eyes. Like, wow, king of shits with the crown. So yeah, yeah. You as a, as wow as that is, that is appropriate. So I can't even right. It's absolutely it. appropriate. Yeah. yeah. So. All right. Right. All right. Fair enough. Right. Put a lot of thought into this. Right. You did. I'm impressed. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So for um, thank you for the question, yes. I did respond. Let us know what you think would be tattoos for us. Um, I don't know what to get for Ferd for a tattoo. He needs a happy face somewhere since he's always a happy, a happy positive dude. guy. My name he's isn't Fred. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that could be too. Yeah. It's Ferd, not Fred. That's Ferd, right. Not Fred. Yeah. I um, said Ferd over here. <laughs> I can't wait to his answer. I'm going to watch Twitter till he answers. <laughs> put um, a notification on it. Yeah, just put a notification on that tweet. Um, thank you, Ferd. Uh, our next question comes from our good buddy, Ed, uh, former guest as well, a big supporter of us. Thank you, Ed, for always uh, submitting questions and interacting with us and hanging out with us on a game night with you and Jess. We love uh, seeing you guys in there, and it's a good time. Um, Ed, you can find him at uh, Twitter, his Twitter handle is butt wasted or butt twisted, depending on how uh, family but friendly you want to be. Butt twas Ted. That's right. Um, there's a good, so there's a question. story behind that, by the way. It's not just fun to say butt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even yeah, though it is so. fun to say butt, but that's not the reason. Yeah. You can reach out to Ed and he'll he'll explain the story. He'll yep. tell that story. Um, 
his question is, and in in our opinion, who's the most annoying celebrity? Uh, and his answer was uh, Winona Judd. He didn't give a reason, but it was just Winona Judd was the most annoying celebrity in his opinion. Right, M- mine has got to be Gina Carano, and I think everybody knows why. <laughs> it's fair. Clint's acting like he doesn't know why. I I'm I'm drawing a blank. The actress from Mandalorian. The Ew, one that, like, I totally know why. Yes, sorry. Yes. yes, that's not what I had in my head. The I'm... one that took a, a hard turn about yes. halfway through the yeah. season. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and Phil feels the same way. I'm sure. So, Phil, you yeah. got to come up with a new answer. Um, <laughs> um, there's there's a number, but the one that's uh, the, any pick a Kardashian. I don't care which one. Yeah, they're all that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. At least um, at least Kylie Jenner, and I'm using very big air quotes here, works. But you know, like, um, is it Chris Jenner? Is that the mom? Yep. So yeah, that's how much I don't care. Like, like she, there was a commercial or something I saw today, and she was on it. I'm like, why is she there? She has no talent, no redeemable quality towards human life, and yet you're cele- you're celebrating her. Stop it. <laughs> you know, like it drives me nuts, and I don't, I do not understand the the, the just seeing her face. I'm like, what did you ever, what did you ever do to benefit humankind? And nothing. She's taken away from it. So that's my answer. Hmm. I have a couple people that fit that bill. One would be Kanye, because just yeah. the way he runs his mouth, obviously. But Damn secondly, it. just from personal experience, <laughs> sorry, Bill. <laughs> okay. From personal experience, Grace Park, because I think I had mm. mentioned this in the podcast previously. But when I did work at um, one of the local banks, she came in and she wanted to open an account, <clears throat> and she rudely just sat back, kicked her feet onto my desk, and was just. <laughs> extremely rude so just well, based upon my personal experience i mean some of the other mm-hmm. celebrities we see them online doing all kinds of things right and we mm-hmm. we can only judge them based on that but based on personal experience that was yeah that's a good that one. was not good and then you hear about also when people see her when they were filming hawaii Five O in hawaii they'd see her out and about ask for a picture not even a signature but oh may i just take a picture with you she would just blatantly say no so, mm-hmm. i don't hear a lot of nice things about her so there you go. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I'll go with my backup then, since Kanye's already been picked. Uh, my backup is Tom Cruise. Uh, mm, that's that, another good. One. That's a fair. Yeah. One. I mean, I, you know, like I'll I'll still watch every Mission Impossible movie. I I am definitely into those. Yeah, Simon for Pegg. No, <laughs> if for nothing else, Simon Pegg, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, just the the fact that you know he he has his platform and he uses it to promote craziness it's very similar to to kanye in that sort of way it's like man you have this huge platform and you're freaking crazy (laughs) so no no argument here they're in the same league in my book by the way if you guys join us on tuesday nights i think uh Help me, Tom Cruise. Use, use your witchcraft. Comes up every week. <laughs> See, but don't put the bad juju there because that's not a Tom Cruise thing. No, no, don't no. Don't no, you disgrace I mean, Ricky Bobby like that, sir. No, no, no. Exactly. no you're absolutely right. But we do it because we like Ricky Bobby, but yeah. we also like what he says about Tom Cruise. I right. know. Right. Okay. Just to be clear. I just have to shout it out like they did in the movie. Yeah, you just want to – yeah, you just got to say it. If it had been made a few years later. Good. Tom Cruise is most characters fine, but as a person – yeah, I, I feel like if it had been made a few years later, "Help Me, Kanye" could have could have been <laughs> something <laughs> he screamed. I'm gonna write yeah. that down. 
Help, Help me, Kanye. Kanye. Help me, Kanye. <laughs> Use your witchcraft. <laughs> that might be our intro later, too. I think we could save that one. Write that one down. Um, yes, Ryan wrote it down. Um, I think, see, like, celebrity is such a broad term these days because of, like, influencers. And I hate admitting that, like, influencers have a sense of celebrity because my I, list I would it. be infinite if it was like if it was influencers because every single one of them needs to just hop on a rocket and go to the moon and never come back it is like the worst thing of internet culture that i that i find so um blanket statement all influencers are annoying you don't um, have a specific one a, yeah you have no one. not a specific one but if i okay. had to pick a celebrity um he's not as annoying now but when I remember at a time on Twitter, and I love Kevin Smith, so don't get me wrong here. I think he's he's a really fun person. Uh, he's makes some great movies. He's you know does a lot of good. But what there was a time on Twitter that I had to mute Kevin Smith because he was super super annoying. Every really? morning I'd wake up and he would like my whole timeline would have been him retweeting things or posting things just like nonstop, and it was just yeah. drove me absolutely crazy. And I. I muted him a, a long time ago, but I think it's much better now. So, um, if I had to pick one in recent memory, it would be him. Unfortunately, no. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. I mean, I, I guess I I don't even know if I follow him to be honest, but okay, I could I could see that. A lot of celebrities do that too, and that's just like yeah. it, it's just finding it's just who you end up hitting the quote unquote jackpot on in terms of who you're following, right? I got you. Um, I got you. But yeah. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. I am curious why Ed's is Winona Judd specifically. Yeah, I'm very curious. Very specific. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. I, I Ed, if you're well, hopefully you are listening. If you want to respond to that tweet and let us know why no why Nona, because I'm sure I'm missing why something. Why why Nona? Why, why Nona? Anyway, let us know. Yes, please. Um, so on to our actual topic this week. Uh, not about things that annoy us, but uh things that we enjoy and i know phil you mentioned earlier you are a big board game uh fanatic and hobbyist and love board games so uh, we want to do a topic this week on board games and have you on and um share some of the things that you love about them some of your favorite games and you know hopefully that'll spark some uh inspiration and some stuff that we remember as kids and whatnot and um yeah so right off the bat what's your Top three all time. Or, or oh, five, man. because we actually got an Ask the Dorksman question about your top five from our friend Lloyd. Um, mm. But I figured we'd talk about that anyway. So. Five is yeah. a lot. Five uh, is a lot. Well, he originally said 77. So <laughs> <laughs> he whittled it down a little bit for you. Yeah. Uh, so the one that I feel like is super versatile and works with a lot of different groups of people and is always kind of new and different is Escape uh from the i want to make sure i get the title right because it's long uh but it's escape from house on haunted hill Mm -hmm. i believe yep that sounds right yeah escape from house on haunted hill that is it uh or no it's betrayal that's it a betrayal at house on haunted hill so um for anybody who hasn't played it i can give a, a brief description uh it's essentially a two-phase game. The first phase is you're in a spooky haunted mansion and uh, you're moving around discovering rooms, discovering spooky objects. 
uh, spooky things are happening to you. And then at some point, uh, based on the luck of a die roll and how many spooky objects you found, based on the spooky object and the room you find it in, there's one of like 70 different endings that can happen. And at that point, uh, generally one of the players will turn into a traitor and they will have a condition to win the game and everybody else will have a condition to win the game. Sometimes you're all working against together against the house, mm-hmm. but um, for the most part, there's usually a traitor. And uh, like I said, it's different every time. It's every single, you know, if you find the, I don't know, the monkey's paw in the billiard room, then suddenly it's, you know... Uh, angry monkeys with pool cues running at you or something like that. Uh, They're not always themed like that, but there's just a whole book of different endings. And so it's kind of cool because you have this like exploration build up phase, and then it ends in a totally different way every time. Yeah. I I can vouch for that. I I have, I don't think I've ever played that with you, but I have played it and yeah, it's, it's very creative and very fun and and it's easy to do. I know it sounded in depth, but it's not, you know, you don't have like power cues or anything like that. You just have cards no. and kind of go through the house. So it's pretty cool. Agreed. Yep. So that's a that's a great one. Um, let's see. So like a great casual game, Blockus. Uh, Blockus. Yeah, Blockus. <laughs> okay. Have you ever been Blockus? <laughs> I, I, I haven't, but I like just like saying the word Blockus. Oh man, I it's not in the rules, but whenever I block somebody in Blockus, I do love to yell Blockus. <laughs> Blockus <laughs> sounds like something that happens to Clint after like a few too many drinks on a Friday. That's right after <laughs> my white Russian. Yeah. No, no. I I figured when Ava grows up, he's gonna he's gonna Blockus all of her boyfriends. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Or girlfriends, whichever. Yeah, whatever. But either way, it's getting blockist. That's right. Uh, <laughs> but no, it, it's sort of like uh, it's almost Tetrisy. Uh, so you have a square board with a bunch of pieces, and uh, the idea is to lay as many of the pieces down as you can, corner to corner, um, until you can't make any more moves. So uh, you have to sort of strategically put down these weird shaped objects onto this board. And uh, as you're doing that, other people are doing the same thing and also trying to cut you off and not. Off. Okay. Yeah. It basically, uh, you know, if there's a big open area, they're going to try to get to that big open area before you do so sure. that you can't get into it. Um, Interesting. Yeah. My wife, who's not a big board game fan, uh, she plays Blockus with me. She's beaten me a couple of times. So she's she's improved uh, quite a bit since we started playing. At first, I would just wipe the floor with her. But now, <laughs> <laughs> you okay. know, as you do, um, right. no, no mercy even for spouses. But <laughs> Gotta teach them somehow. I'm with you. But, well, you see, now now she, uh, the, the student has become the master. And uh, she she holds her own against me, and and she does beat me. Um, so I think you know it's sort of one of those games that you just have to keep playing over and over again to tr- sort of discover what the best strategy for you is. And like you're like, oh, okay, if I see them starting to do this, then I'm going to do this counter move to uh, block us them off. So <laughs> block us, block us, block us. Uh, <laughs> So that's a that's a great casual one. Okay. Um, 
let's see. Uh, another genre I'm really into are deck building games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know how familiar f- folks are with deck builders, but basically uh, it's a sort of subset of games where uh, generally they revolve around cards and you start with a starting set of cards. Everybody starts with the same ones. And then you're generally replacing those starter cards with uh, more advanced cards that are more specialized uh usually it's uh some sort of like building thing so anyway uh this one is called villagers uh so you start out with you know sort of this uh basic like farmer and weaver and things like that and eventually you're building your village up to have more uh more and more advanced villagers uh and then Basically, the people are worth a certain number of points, and mm. so uh, you score it a couple of times throughout. Uh, and yeah, it's a, it's a fun deck builder. Uh, the artwork is really awesome, uh, and I feel like it's a pretty friendly deck builder as far as like for people that haven't played before. Uh, the ones that are like more advanced versions will tell you like this is what you need to. Uh, built this guy and they use color codes to say like okay all the purple guys are in the same tree and all the green guys are in the same tree so uh if you've never done a deck builder but been curious to try uh i can't recommend villagers enough okay so that's a that's a good i guess top three for me right now yeah that works anybody else want to go or do you want me to go next go for it all right well i'm not 100 sure um Go for. I, I, I gotta admit, and I, I guess this kind of counts. It's it's cards against humanity. Um, mm. It just has to be up there, just because. And first of all, there's so much to go with it, and I mean, Phil and I work on, work with each other to make sure we get the expansion packs. In fact, uh, you know, to avoid free shipping or to get free shipping. I was gonna often. say yeah. <laughs> it's collaborative. Yeah, we purchased more than one pack when they come out, so we can get the free shipping, and then that's how we, you know, get us an excuse to hang out. So, um, just that they've expanded that game so much. There's even like I, I don't know how it works, but I guess there's like a friend, family friendly version of Cards Against Humanity, which totally goes against its. Where's name? the fun in that? Right, exactly. Well, exactly, it's, but you know, it's all just poop and fart jokes, yeah. pretty much. If I'm I playing with imagine. Ava, though, I don't want to tell her motherfucking sorcerer is crying in a pool of children's tears while masturbating, <laughs> watching Michael Jackson or whatever the card says. So, you know, I, 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 and that's just the starter deck. I mean, Phil and I have seen all of them. I think between us, I, I think Phil has everything, and I have most everything on that. So, um, one reason I do like it is it's kind of a collector's item too to try to get all the decks. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, they've done all this stuff with the holidays and they've done, uh, you know, Phil and I each own one, squ- one square foot of land at Hawaii too, and an Island in the, in the Northeast. So things like that have really made it fun. I have a box of petrified bullshit from them. <laughs> yeah. See, and, and that, that, that just did y'all, did y'all open up the, cut open the lid that's got the card inside of it. Of course. Well, the bigger blacker box has one, the even bigger blacker box has two. Oh, there's one on the top and one on the bottom. The one on the top is the same as the bigger blacker box in case anybody. So you apparently are of the opinion that card games also count in the board games. Absolutely. I almost the better way. And I I should have said this earlier. I almost think of it more and Phil will tell you this. It's tabletop gaming is kind of the phrase it is now because, you know, not every game has a specific board. You know what I mean? 
But I, I think, I mean, unless you guys disagree and I could pick something else, I think card games. No, 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 that's fine. I was, but that was going to be a question I was going to have is, do you throw that into category? And if so, does it like change the category? And so you really answered both those questions. Yeah. Yes. But, but it's a great question. And, and, and one I meant to bring up and then, you know, life got in the way, but um, cards against humanity is up there. Um, I'm trying to think of my favorite classic game, you know, um, Monopoly's up there, but I don't know if it's my favorite as a board game. Now, let me explain that for a minute. I love playing Monopoly on my iPad and I like it because I don't have to deal with the money. I don't have to deal with, you know, it helps with the bidding. If you're playing with multiple people, whatever the case is, when you're playing like as the actual board game, it takes for freaking ever on the iPad. It just takes a little while. So I don't want to say that, but I think I will say sorry because there's such a, such a feeling when you make somebody start all the way back at the beginning playing the old school sorry game uh so that's fun up there and i'm trying to look at my games here and uh all of them i have here and i think i got to throw categories in there i think categories is just a, a fun game uh, my wife really likes it so it's something we play together and uh, it's something that'll make you think a little bit so you know um but there's definitely more i could probably keep going i could probably get you 77 of games i like <laughs> with board games but <laughs> i'm not gonna bother trying so that's mine so I am going to put Monopoly on mine. Um, I put Monopoly there because there's so much variety of Monopoly games. Like, okay. like, you know, Nate got me the Bob's Burgers game. And it's like, to me, every time you pick up one that's a different themed version of it, mm -hmm. it's like a, a different game almost. Um, I mean, I know it's not totally a different game, but it, it adds something uh, to, the, to the game you know, the, with the different characters or, you know, if you get a Harry Potter one or a Star Wars one or, or whatever it is. And then there's different versions too. Like there's the Monopoly Millionaire. We also recently got the Monopoly Cheaters Edition, I believe is what that one's called, which is <laughs> really? pretty, pretty unique because like cheating is actually encouraged and you like get rewarded for cheating and getting away with it, um, which is pretty cool. Um, mm. I, I enjoyed that. That's sounds amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I did not it's, know that was a it's, thing. It's pretty fun. Like there's even like a, a deal where you like handcuff somebody to the board. Like it's like part of the strategy is to get like handcuffed and then you like, you can't do certain things. So it's, it's really interesting. Uh, I would definitely suggest checking it out if you're a Monopoly fan. Um, right. I also enjoy Trivial Pursuit. I enjoy good, uh, trivia based game because I'm usually fairly good at it, I guess, depending on my competition um but i always enjoy playing trivial pursuit and then the the other one that's just like it's not one that a lot of people know about because i don't know if it was something that was very popular i would think part of the reason is because of the size of the game that a lot of kids didn't get it but it was torpedo run um i think i've talked about that one before on yeah. here mm -hmm. uh but torpedo run is it's got a huge uh it's it's kind of like battleship but like more of a live action version. So there's like little plastic boats mm -hmm. uh, that have these rubber band uh, spring loaded tops to them. And then you have uh, a boat that can shoot these little discs. And if you hit like just the right spot in this little slot that's underneath the boat, it makes it pop up. <laughs> uh, it's It's been forever since I played it, but I just remember one Christmas, me and my cousin uh, both got them from, from our uncle. And it was just one of my favorite games growing up to play. But again, I, I don't think a lot of people had it because, again, I, I think some parents were probably uh, just because of the space that it would, eh, you're going to get Scrabble. Here you go. This does not take up a lot of room. <laughs> Torpedo Run did take up a lot of room. Sure, sure. Ryan, Nate? You got anything, Ryan? No. 
Um, so what like board games always to me like it's it always brings me back to like hanging out with my cousins and stuff growing up and my cousins uh they used to have mouse trap oh yeah oh god yes <laughs> every time i wanted to play they would be like oh it takes too long to set up and it's like i never to this day i've never played a game of mouse trap because what my cousins are always like it takes too long to set up so we ne- i've i've never played it um, so that's something I got to put that on my bucket list. Is I like, mean, they're not know, wrong, but <laughs> come on. What else oh, were you doing with kids? Trap. Were you busy right? working? I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, they just didn't like you. Yeah, probably. Probably, probably just. Uh, At least not enough. Them. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> um, but the thing but, about Mousetrap is like the Mousetrap never worked. <laughs> like, right. Either, right. That, either that or it worked when you didn't want it to. Right. It would yeah. go off early and you're like, God damn it. I failed again. again. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I think like games nowadays that I really enjoy, like of course Cards Against Humanity, but I also really like uh, Joking Hazard, the Sign yes, of Happiness. Um, yes, same reason too. Yeah, yeah, because they've got like the little cartoons and stuff. So mm-hmm. it, it's basically Cards Against Humanity, but like in like with pictures, animated, yeah, with pictures yeah. essentially, which is which is great. Yes, agreed. Um, um and we really liked uh, Apples to Apples, which is like the the safe. Mm-hmm the safe version yeah. of uh cards against humanity it was like the original cards against humanity yeah, yeah yeah and they just like amped it up to like and just as entertaining honestly it is like, yeah yeah for being yeah. a clean game it's still yeah. so much fun mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. well i think that's one thing phil and i when we first met we're playing cards against humanity or not, not cards against humanity, apples to apples and i think we played the whole deck like the whole game that mm. night with our friends and really mm. just if there was a way to beat the game we we beat the game that's right we got to the end <laughs> boss which was ourselves in the end it's awesome. <laughs> um, and I really enjoyed recently uh, Munchkin. Oh, yeah. Munchkin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Munchkin's really Love fun. Love Munchkin. Yeah. Well, and there's a whole bunch of different versions of that, too, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Actually, that of- reminds me of uh, Flux, if you haven't played mm-hmm. Flux. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a great one, too. It's a card game with perpetually changing rules. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I did like Munchkin. I like. I, I, I think I played, like, the Cthulhu version or something, and that was fun. Nice. But yeah, yeah some, so many of these, of it. some of these games just have so many rules and it just like it's hard enough to remember the rules and then like i i can't even imagine if rules change as you play the game <laughs> well so the the nice part is like the rules are on cards so you're playing mm-hmm. oh, the rules okay, so as a card right. so you see them all in front of you and then gotcha. there are other ones that are like get rid of a rule or clear all the rules and go back to because the original rules are just pick a card up out of the deck and play a card from your hand draw one play mm-hmm. one and then gotcha. it just goes bonkers from there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Yes, it does. Um, what's so? What's like the weirdest board game you've seen? Like when you go to the store and you're browsing and you're like, "Hey, I want to pick up a new game." Is there anything really odd that you've seen? They're like, "I don't know if I want to try this." I'm, you know, interested in it, or just like you know something you weren't sure about and you picked up and you really enjoyed. Is there any, any experience with anything like that? Before that, Ryan, did you have anything to any board games out of there? Yeah, I was I was basically trying to let Nate go first. Sure. Uh, no, top five, I would say number one for sure, Monopoly. Okay. Mm-hmm. Two, I be so. Yeah. Cause I I have fond memories playing that. Uh where I live now in Hawaii, a friend of mine from elementary school, his grandpa used to live right around the corner from where I am now. And mm-hmm. He was almost like, uh, dare I say, a Monopoly aficionado. He had all those really fancy boards that were oh, like, like the expensive wood. ones. Yeah, the wood, yeah. the wood uh, wow. chessboard with gold pieces and all of that. So, I do remember playing on that. 
I also remember playing Sorry. That was very fun. I'm surprised mm-hmm. nobody mentioned Shoots and Ladders at all. Or maybe it was just me that used to play that a lot with no. my family. No, we oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah, Shoots and Ladders. It's just a terrible game. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that was one of the few games we had. So I, I played that a lot. Battleship is in there. I don't know about top five, but... Uh, well, we only did top three, so you're fine. Oh. There was one more that I was looking at. Clue is definitely up there, too. Mm. And... If I had to choose like one game specifically that still stands out over time because I still play it, including words with friends, is Scrabble. I've mentioned this before. My mom is a Scrabble Nazi. Like she's yes, super competitive <laughs> about it. And yeah. Still to this what? day. Still to this day. It's funny. Like I, we, should, we should play words with friends. I play that too. But anyway, sorry. Go ahead. She's just like a super stickler for like, you gotta, like the words have to be a certain way, like spelled. She carries a pocket dictionary with her. Yeah, she no, she's like not to that point, but <laughs> some of my local friends may do this too, because obviously we have different slangs wherever we're from, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So sure. there's a debate. Is a local Hawaii word acceptable? People go by Webster, and I mean, when you look at the game by definition, it's supposed to be whatever's in the dictionary, right? Which right. is ever-changing, obviously, because they add new words to it. But out here in Hawaii, with the word aole, which basically means no, would that be acceptable? Some people say yes. Some people say aole. Or no. <laughs> I gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, yeah, I gotcha. Um, and by the way, when Ryan said Clue, it reminded me. When we started recording this, our friends at Funko literally posted, what is your favorite board game? I saw that. That was weird. Oh. <laughs> How about that timing, right? Not <laughs> theirs. <laughs> not Funkoverse. That's not... I have not played Funkoverse yet. I own a bunch of versions of it, but I... You can try, but you won't be able to play it. (laughs) You know, I was talking to Chad, former guest in the podcast, and he likes it. So I think, you know, someday him and I will sit down and not have to catch up as much and we'll be able to play it. It's overly complicated. We'll end up drinking beers instead of playing Well, you know, we'll make up our own game then. You know, we we have all the different versions. Hell, I have all the DC ones and we can get, you know... Batman stealing the cheesecake from Rose from Golden Girls and the Kool-Aid man running around with the with the um portal gun from Rick and Morty. It'll be fine. We'll figure it out. But yes, I, like I the pieces. I love the it. pieces. Yeah. <laughs> They're perfect yeah, for yeah, display size. Yeah, the pieces are awesome. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, right uh Nate, you were asking uh what's the weirdest board game we've seen? Yeah, just like the the, the oddest thing. Like you're at this you're at the store, you're like, hey, this looks peculiar or like this looks kind of fun or something you've picked up or um yeah just anything anything odd because i just have a fun story that just triggered i i can um, tell you about that for me i don't know if it's gonna be a long story but when we were first quarantined a year ago we were like we need to do like target pickup and get some board games because we're gonna run out of stuff to watch and we need to have some stuff to do together or whatever and so we were looking through on the target app the different card games and board games that were available and came across one called exploding kittens and i was Ah. like it's like um okay you know what i'm gonna give this a try because it sounds really weird but the usually the weirder sounding games are usually the better ones so Mm -hmm. so we picked it up and um uh, we just kind of ended up changing what we were doing around quarantine or I'd have probably picked up with a couple of the expansion packs because it was yes. a pretty fun card it's an game. Awesome game. Play. I yeah. I know Phil's the same boat. We love the oatmeal and love what they do. Um because yeah there's there's the part there's the there's let me speak this real quick correct me Phil. There's the original version, there's the not suitable for work version. Then they're at three expansions. 
uh, something like that. Yeah, I for me, it's like it, it's basically just Russian roulette with kittens, right? Like you <laughs> you essentially are playing cards that are either safe or not right. safe, and then right. if you have a not safe card. You have sometimes they have nope cards where you say nope, you don't yep. get to do that. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So I, I'm going to talk more about exploding kittens and, and cards against humanity later. But that is, I hope that was a great pick. It sounds like you did enjoy that, and I I can't argue, I can't agree enough. That is a fun game. Yeah. That, the only complaint I had about it was, and why we had talked about getting the expansion pack was there wasn't enough cards in right. the starter deck Agreed. to make it to make it fun like we need like twice as many yeah and i i completely agree with you on that especially if you're playing with like a group of six it it goes quick yeah but yeah um did you know there's an app i did not know that the app is actually a lot of fun too it's like well it's like one of those games you can pick up and be all well i have five minutes and i need to blow some time like waiting for a doctor's appointment for example you pick that up you can join a random game with random people and it plays the same way it's pretty cool that they do it i mean it's you know the person in person is always the more fun, but the app's there and works exactly the same way. And I think your first deck is free. So um, worth checking out for sure. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm very curious on Nate's story as I'm trying to think of the weirdest <laughs> I've seen. How about you, Phil? Uh, for me, it's probably Ninja Burger. Uh, it's it's a fun, it's actually kind of fun, but the concept is bizarre. And I don't think that most people would pick up a game called Ninja Burger. But uh, essentially, you are – it's exactly what it sounds like. You are ninjas working at a burger restaurant, and you have to bring honor to your burger dojo by completing deliveries and doing things like that. Uh, and it's it's goofy, it's funny, and it's really weird. <laughs> it sounds fun, though. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to kind of, you know what, I, this is kind of a weird board game, but it's caught on and I think you guys will appreciate it. I got to go throw, throw burrito also by the oatmeal, <laughs> just because it's a weird game where you, you literally have, it really, really comes with two foam burritos that you're supposed to throw at each other at certain points during the game. And <laughs> not, it's I, a card I, game and dodgeball is right. pretty much the best way to right. describe it. But And now, and now they have the outdoor version where like the burritos are supersized. So um, it's, it, it, it how they came up with it is amazing, but I've heard only good things playing it, so I uh, I'm all for it. But yeah, throw throw burrito. I I I missed the Kickstarter. I Phil did not, but I missed the Kickstarter for Exploding Kittens. But I definitely got in on the throw throw burrito one. Ryan, you got one. I don't know about a weird board game. To be yeah, honest, I, I, like, I, I don't even play aside from Scrabble, which is very far and few between with my mom these days. I haven't really paid attention to anything new that's come out with the exception of maybe Cards Against Humanity. You know, that's if we define that as a board game, that's the most recent thing that I've played. And the first and only time I've played it in person with people was like over five years ago. And yes, I did get the Robert Downey Jr. card when I played. So <laughs> Very you're happy. You won. Heck yeah. <laughs> All right, Nate, let's hear the story. Um, so I was visiting a friend and we're at like a mall somewhere and we're just like looking at like a toy store and then this board game was sitting like right on the edge of the shelf and i was like i literally had to do a double take because i wasn't sure if this thing was real and it was i forget i honestly forget the name of it but it was like it was like a prison game and it was like had like bloody letters on it and it was like some kind of like surviving prison thing and i was like and the, the tagline was like, don't get shanked in the shower. And I was like, this isn't real. And I flipped it over and sure enough, there was like a 
like it had a board it had like like a prison layout it had like your pieces were like shanks and broken bottles and like it, the game was literally surviving prison and i was like i wish i bought it <laughs> and i like to this day i still wish i bought it but like i was just like i can't believe that this is real like it was almost like one of those uh you know like one of those like goosebump stories where you just like you're like you know it's haunted or something and you just like you know you pick it up and like you know you you get sucked into the board game and then you're like you're you're surviving prison by your jumanji <laughs> yeah like jumanji um but yeah like if i ever saw that again i would absolutely buy it just for the sake of being like this is insane um and it was just like seriously like on the back of it was just like little taglines of like you know very stereotypical prison things it's like don't drop the soap or like you know shit like that <laughs> but it was all written in like bloody letters and I was snitches like, get stitches yeah and i was like i don't understand how this is real but I really wish I bought it. I'm disappointed in myself that I didn't. So I've been trying to Google it, hit the bell, um, to see if I can find it, but I have not been successful. So far. eBay, try eBay. Mm, a lot of uh, weird yeah. old out of print board games end up on eBay. Or just uh, a lot of weird shit in general. Yeah. So <laughs> I I would not shock me if it's on eBay. All right. I will. I will. I will eBay it. eBay. There yeah. you go. You're gonna get a bell ring for that, but it would mm. be interesting. You probably get it, and you'd be all, "This sucks." <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. I, yeah, I imagine that it, it would not be fun to play at all. But it's just more of just like the, um, just being like having it and being like, "This was real," and I wasn't like in a fever dream inside a mall in like Portland or something. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I kind of hope you were in a fever dream inside of right. Portland. Yeah, same. But, <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe yeah. you know what? That patent pending. If that doesn't exist, all right, Nate's making it. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm making it. it. He's putting that fever dream to, to effect yeah. here. Yeah. Um, I want to ask, since Lloyd did ask this question too, what board game do you love that you think maybe maybe or think many people don't know about? And I know Joey already talked about Torpedo Run, um, mm -hmm. which is a more than acceptable answer. Do you guys have anything on top of your heads on that one? And if not, I can go first. I have, I have an answer for that. I'll, I'll go ahead while you think about it. Do so it. Um, a, a friend, a person I know, I used to say friend and then, she went batshit crazy. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Had, has an uncle who, I guess, designed a board game on Kickstarter, and she was pushing. I'm like, I'm going to go look it up. So I went and looked at it, and it's literally called Don't Poop on My Lawn. And it's, nice. yeah, and it, it's exactly what it sounds like. It is a game where you have dog pieces, and um, you, your object is to get the least amount of poo on your yard while getting the most amount of poo on somebody else's yard. Um, <laughs> You know, and, and I kickstarted it, and uh, actually it's funny because um, they were taking recommendations for cards, and I recommended one, and it worked, so my name's printed in the game too, so I had to buy it then, right? Nice. But I already was buying it anyway. But what's funny, um, it comes with these little rubber poops, you know, dog poops, like, like the poop emoji kind of thing, right? Ava found it recently. So Ava's been having fun just putting the poops on the table and having fun laughing about it, but... <laughs> um, but it actually is a, a fun game to play. It's not too hard. It's pretty easy. You know, again, you're just trying to poop on the lawn or pee on the lawn. You know, you got to clean it up or either or make it worse for somebody else. And then there's a game. But um, it, it's very it's very compact and not very complicated or, um, you know, glitzy, as I'll say. There's not a lot of, you know, bells and whistles to it, but it's a lot of fun. And uh, it was neat to support a local person making a board game. That's awesome. So that's my answer. Yeah. Actually, I don't really think anything. of anything else. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Just, well, I, I, that's fine. I mean, you know, we've mentioned some here. Um, 
you know, there, there's a, there's a bunch. Uh, I I know there's some out there who are uh, Homestar Runner fans like myself. There's a Trogbor board game, you know. Um, I have that one. That's I have not one. played it yet. I bought oh, it's it. Great. I, I kickstarted. Of course it is. The brother chaps don't make shit. You know what I mean? They make good <laughs> stuff, and that includes the board game. And I want to play it. I haven't yet, but um, you know, it's amazing the stuff they do have board games for, and the ideas they come up with. I and mean, we've talked about dragons. We've talked about kittens blowing up. We've talked about um you know shanking somebody in the shower <laughs> so we've had a a diverse group of weird board games to talk about i'll tell you what board games i do not like from my childhood because of the anxiety they gave me are operation and perfection oh uh, <laughs> uh, yes perfection <laughs> was... those games i was like oh my god like that's I'm sure why most of adults now our age have anxiety issues is because of perfection and per- operation. Perfection was the original so. jump scare. It right. was it really before, was. before literally had jump scares. Yeah. It was perfection. <laughs> yeah. No, and I what don't. a horrible, like misleading title to, to have for a game. Right. Well, it should have been guess... called You're Gonna Crap Yourself at some point. That's <laughs> right. what the name of the game should have been I feel called. like they wouldn't have sold as many games if they called it that. <laughs> Oops, I crapped my pants. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'd have, bought it, I'd have bought it that way, maybe. Oh, oh man. man. Um, do you guys remember, and this is something going way back, so somebody listening to this is probably going to be, what the hell are you talking about? Do you remember there used to be board games where you had to have a VHS tape with it? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was I was just gonna make a joke about uh, the community episode, pile of bullets. Oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I was thinking of that, and I was like, "What show was that on?" Because I'm yeah. like, I'm not gonna talk community. about it when I can't think of the show. Yeah, but yes, uh, that, I love that episode. Yeah, um, but yeah, like the murder, the murder mystery games, um, mm-hmm. with the VHS tape, and you had to like cue it up, and like, yeah, those were those were intense because you can only play them so many times, right? Because it's like there's a finite number of endings, and there's only so much tape uh, you have, right? The tape eventually just... wears out. Yeah, <laughs> you're making up your own, then. Yeah, uh, uh, just, just I mean, I know they do because I, I mean, seen it is a game I really enjoyed, and I know they have you know DVDs mm-hmm. for that kind of stuff now, and they can put a lot more on there with your video questions, if you will, like Jeopardy. But it's a uh, that's that's another fun game I really like. If you guys have been playing, there's The Simpsons seen it too, and I have it. And uh, I once played me versus the whole room in one. So, <laughs> do they anyway. have a Futurama one? I would love not, that. Not that I've seen, but I would uh, love it. I bet I wouldn't be shocked if they do. There's actually a Wii version too. I've seen it. That's a lot of fun. If anybody's still playing with the Wii, playing with their Wii, <laughs> their Wii Wii. Um, one thing I was going to talk about too. We we're going back to cards against humanity. I, it, I like that there's some collabs going around right now. And an example of that is there was a Target. You could buy a deck that was half Cards Against Humanity and half Exploding Kittens. Um, that I think is kind of kind of neat to do it. I know, um, you know, that's kind of a neat idea to collaborate, work together, and and you know, just get something for everybody in there. You know, and um, I'm, I'm looking at the timer. I know it's counting down, so I'm going to get these in now. I also like the Kickstarter approach that a lot of games do these days. And uh, Phil, I know you'll appreciate this too. Like uh, we've talked about Cards Against Humanity, we've talked about. Um, exploding kittens but one i didn't talk about is bears versus babies which might qualify as a weird one because it literally it's comes a weird in a, one it comes in a box with fur on it if you bought if you did the kickstarter i think i don't know if the the regular i think the regular version does too now i anyway nice my, my point is um when you kickstarted that i like that they give you incentives for that kind of stuff um you know like uh there were you got the only expansion packs you get with kickstarter i think with that game you got some exploding kittens cards you could only get 
through the Kickstarter. Bill, correct me if I'm wrong. No, I um, think you're right. I think you got a condom in there for some reason because of babies reference in there, you know? <laughs> okay. Amazing. Yeah, I don't. I hope That's nobody a actually. Kind of game. Right. I hope nobody's ever used that thing because I'm sure it's not effective, but it's a fun novelty. Um, but I really, I do like the Kickstarter approach, and I think there's some really cool stuff that has come out of Kickstarter. Um, just like Nate was talking about, Joking Hazard, their second game, Trial versus Trolley, or Trol- is it Trolley? Trial versus Trolley, Phil? Uh, trial trial by, trolley. by Trolley. Excuse me. That's the same thing, and it came with a lot of fun stuff with Trolley Sam, and you know, it's the old age-old question: Do you kill Trolley three Tom? And- Excuse me. <laughs> and Tram Sam. Was Excuse his, me. His, his arch nemesis. nemesis. That's right. But it's really a game based on the old trolley question, you know, do you go the trolley and kill three innocent people or really go the other way and kill Hitler? You know what I mean? Right. Um, and they made a game about it. Who knew? So the, yeah. the creativity it, is there. It's so fun because like it, it, it's like in that case, it would be like, of course, I would kill Hitler. It's like but then you can add things like it's Hitler uh and he he's with your mom or hitler and <laughs> he has your childhood puppy or like hitler but he's going to share the cure for cancer or something <laughs> like that so it, it complicates things right but i mean they made, the fact that they made a game after that philosophical question is amazing and it's fun too i mean i've only played it once i have the whole thing i need you guys want to come and play board games? Because I'm going to play. That's the whole reason let's we're talking about it. I'm vaccinated. Let's do it. I might have to. Well, and that's the thing. We actually get together whenever. We're going to have to bring a board game and drink ourselves silly and podcast it and make people laugh at us hysterically. So We laugh at you all the time anyway, Clint. Well, I know, but I, that's why I wanted the us in there. I'm sick of being the butt of everybody's jokes. You guys got to join me. <laughs> it, it would be worse, I think, if we were all in the same room together and drinking. Yeah, probably right. Because we like we would probably make Clint cry, like or flip the flip the board game table, <laughs> or both at the same time at the, just, as he's crying. But see, only three of person. us would be drinking because Joey doesn't partake in alcohol anymore. We we trick him. We'd be all that's water, Joey. Oh, it's just no. Sour. I'll just like hide all the game pieces and just totally like just be a troll. On the play. Oh, definitely. Just do some. I don't know what happened. It's all fun and games until a pawn ends up in Clint's nose. <laughs> that's and, not where that's going and with a flute up his nose Ralph Wickham <laughs> that's, the uh, that's amazing anyway what else about board games you guys want to talk about Um, I think like I just feel like there's like board games nowadays and correct me if I'm wrong because I honestly don't play a lot of board games because like growing up only child um, me and my wife right now we're you don't not like, play super parents. Big. yeah we're, we're not big on board games but like are the newer games are they kind of the same as the old ones? Like, do they still have that kind of um, that staying power? Is I guess what I'm trying to say because like you games like Risk and Clue and like Monopoly that Ryan mentioned, like these games, like no matter what, you could just pick it up, drop it down, everybody knows what's up. And like, are the newer games do they have that kind of uh, appeal uh, to 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 families and to people the same? Like, or, I think that's a loaded question because. Phil, I'm not sure about how old you are as comparison to us, but we're all within the same age demographic, right? So in my opinion, you're looking at what we grew up on and what our nostalgia is. We talk about nostalgia a lot on the podcast. And if you like compare us to like a 10-year-old kid now, their mm. view of the world is going to be very different from us. If you if you plop down Operation in front of them, we would enjoy yeah. it. Of course, we would have anxiety, like Joyce said. Yeah, yeah. Right? We would have anxiety <laughs> over it. Yeah. But I don't know if the fascination would be there for them. Well, so here's the thing, though. Like, for me, there are games that have existed, like Scrabble and Monopoly, like, since, you know, pre-Depression. It's, it's, they've been around forever. 
Uh, I do think that there are some board games that uh, fall. I think Battleship was like probably what, like 80s, uh, and that people still play Battleship. So mm -hmm. I do think like throughout the decades, there are like certain board games that will stick around, but a lot of them, like the ones that I tend to play, are super complicated and have a lot of rules and like they're not typical like i wouldn't say my wife is a good gauge of like whether a casual gamer would would enjoy the board game and so like a thing like block is i could see extending into the future because it's simple and you, like you said you can just kind of pick it up and and play it really easily but uh a lot of the more complicated ones it's hard to say i i think settlers of Catan might be mm -hmm. the the closest one that I would say, I don't know like when it was originally published, but I know it's been around for a while and people love that game a lot. So, yeah. Yeah. Agreed. So I, I think there's two things with it, with kids today and the staying power. And the first one is we're talking like, and Phil, and we've talked about it, you know, he's talking about these games that have more rules or, or just have more to them. We mentioned Funkoverse earlier. Like it, the people, I think almost board games in themselves are almost drawn to people of an older age now than they are to people who are younger. And the reason for that is obviously technology. Um, right. You know, like I, I and I'm, I'm not saying there's not, I'm actually, I'm going to say the opposite. I love that there's still board games. I love that, you know, I, I love when my family comes and we actually play something. I, I played, what do you mean with my parents once and, uh, and uh, some other family members and they had a hoot despite the fact that it was a little more R rated than we were expecting, but, and that's on us, but it was still a great time. You know, that's still something I think people, at least our age and you know around our age or younger older give or take will always appreciate but kids today you know the first board game that pops in my mind right now is mario party i want to go play mario party because mm. people you know I, I can't play with them in person right now because of the panty and everything else so you know that's why i would play that i mentioned card or um uh, when we, we used to play cards against humanity for game night you know we yeah. played jackbox games uh game night we uh, i've mentioned exploding kittens on the app uh i know settlers Catan has an app i know the what's the train game bill um oh um oh now i just drew a blank on it sorry too. but there's uh, a game it's, it's kind of like settlers Catan. it's you know long play kind of style and you're building trains but that has an app that's right yeah ticket to ride gotten rave reviews so I think that, you know, technology is definitely changing it for the younger generation and the staying power will be with the gameplay itself, but it won't be on the medium itself, if that makes sense. That makes sense. You know, like, I don't think, mm -hmm. I think the days, and that's one, that's one reason I think we had to go away from just board games is even that's gone away because everything we're talking about is more card-based anymore and eventually it'll be all on your phone. It's true. Nothing. I, I, I don't like that. Uh, I, mean, I don't I'll either. Just, I'm with you. I don't know. There I'll are certain games that. like Ticket to Ride. Oh my God, the setup and the cleanup is so bad. And like when they made the electronic version of it, I'm like, oh my God, I don't have to manage 700 tiny little trains on a board yep. anymore. And same thing with the same thing with like uh, um, Monopoly on the iPad. You know, like they're like the games are still there, but the medium's changing. But I'm with I, I'm with Joey. Yeah, I get the convenience of it, and yeah, it's cool and all, but, like, I've tried playing Monopoly on a, you know, fairly decent-sized tablet, like a 10-inch or something like that sure. with the family, and I would I would much rather take the time to set up the actual board game because, to, to me, I think you 
lose focus when you're doing the the video game version of it or the app version whatever you want to say whereas it's like you actually have something tactile like you have uh cards that you're holding on to or you have pieces mm-hmm. that you're holding on to mm-hmm. you're actually touching the dice or you're you're moving your piece around the board like that that tactile uh aspect of it i think is something that at least our generation and maybe the generation that came after us will still hold on to and i think it's something that probably when you know the the newer generations come about and their kids i think it's probably something that you can get them involved in and into but i think once they hit that certain age where you've thrown a tablet in their hand or a phone in their hand or whatever i think i think at that point they kind of lose interest and you almost have to wait for them to come around again to be an adult to actually you know, feel that same love of a game. And even if it's a card game, I mean, to me, that's like, I know I didn't mention it earlier because we only went to three, but Uno is definitely probably my top card game to play. Mm -hmm. And that's just so quick and so fun. But again, I would much rather play that with the deck of cards as opposed to some app or electronic version of it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, just, you know, getting to throw the cards down and all that kind of stuff. It's just, I don't think I'll ever get to that point where I'd prefer playing an electronic version of it because I want if I want to do that I'll just play video games and that's just yeah. kind of my stance on it. There's definitely the tactile like factor is is a huge thing with board games and tabletop games in general, right? Whether it's cards or boards or whatever. And you're right, like you know when you're on your phone it's a lot easier to be like multitasking. Mm-hmm. But then you know I also do the I appreciate that you know like I said my wife's not huge into board games. It's like I can just play against a computer and and you know do it that way if i want to play a game of ticket to ride and i'm just waiting for a train to come or something like that i can pick up and play a few rounds and you know challenge myself that way but definitely like if you're play if you're doing it as a social activity uh there's no beating the tactile experience and i love like one of one of my favorite games that we played in college and we only played it once or twice just because of how long it takes and the fact that you basically can't finish usually in one day and have to leave it set up <laughs> is risk yep. <laughs> um but you know i to a certain extent i'll i like that like i'd rather leave that game set up on a table or on a spot on the floor somewhere as opposed to you know saving our place you know on on a tablet or you know some other kind of electronic way of playing it i'd much rather just leave the game pieces set up i i have no argument with that it feels different right like um when you're playing digitally like a saved game isn't the same as a I'm leaving the room and we go for dinner and we come back and the board is the same. You know what I mean? Like it just right. it feels different, even though it's exactly the same, but I totally, I totally get that feeling. I totally understand where you guys are coming from with that. Um, so yeah, I mean like, I think board games are still a really big business. I know a lot of, um, uh, we do have a few places out here that are like pizza shop, board game hangout. Like they've mm-hmm. got walls of board games. So you sit down, you order your pizza or whatever, and they want you to hang out and, enjoy pizza and discover a new board game and there's a lot of places that do that here and i think it's really cool i mean when it's safe to do so you know that's might be one of the first things that we do like is you know get everyone together and and finally be able to sit down and and do something normal you know Mm -hmm. sounds like every brewery here every brewery here Mm -hmm. i think has a mass stack of board games which is there are specific you know, like board game bar and restaurants yeah. that actually specialize in having a huge collection of board games. And I still like, have not gotten to the one you, you give, I won gift cards through Phil and I still haven't been able to use them. <laughs> that uh, <laughs> The one on Colfax? Yes. 
Oh, it's great. And and they are reopened and their food is really good, which uh you can't say necessarily about every one of these kind of places, but I'm hoping they I'm hoping they take my coupon still because they said it expired twenty twenty, but they probably weren't open. Regardless <laughs> though. Um I'm sure they will. <laughs> I'm sure they will too. By the way, um Joey, you mentioned Uno. Mm. I have to ask, do you actually play by the rules or do you play by the rules in air quotes? Um, so we usually have an argument about the rules <laughs> and whether it out. says what it really says, or if there's a different interpretation of it. Um, I think it's fun actually, if like, we've done this with Monopoly before where we're like, okay, we're, these are the house rules that go along with it, but like everybody agrees to it. And right. I think that's, sure. I think that's a fun aspect too. And that's also something that you can't really do in an electronic version of the game. Um, it's not right. like you can say, oh, okay, uh, here's like for Monopoly, for instance. Well, every time somebody passes the free parking spot, I think we throw $50 underneath it from the bank. And then if you land on free parking, then you get to, you know, keep whatever's in it. You know, and it's just little stuff like that that I think you lose when you go to one that's more regimented because the computer's controlling the, the rules of it instead of the house rules that you can make up your own. That's a good point. That's a very, very good point. But I, I, by the way, I think – I don't know if anybody knows this listening. I don't really know it, but I guess Uno actually has score. <laughs> you know, like there's actually points associated with like mm -hmm. who wins, how many cards you have in your hand, what they are, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. But I've never, ever heard anybody actually play by those rules, you know, at least not in person. Um, maybe I'm wrong. If you are, tell us on social media and I'd love to know it. But uh, again, no, I, I've played it. I've played it drinking wise, but I've never played it with the official keeping score rules. So I just thought I'd ask about Uno and that's a great example. And Monopoly is another good example because I think free space or free parking has different rules for everybody. And that's fine, you know, mm -hmm. um, as long as, like Joey said, you agree to it beforehand. That's right. No, no making up rules on the fly. That's right. And I, we've all seen that, Mon that Monopoly gif of the Simpsons being torn apart by family game night. So that's why it's important to discuss the rules ahead of time. Smart those things. House rules. It House, house rules. rules. Yeah, house rules. Oh, I'm trying to think of some other board games quickly to just spit out while we're winding down time. I, I mean, like I, we have Taboo. That's always been a fun one. Mm. Twister. <laughs> Twister. Oh, well, Twister. Of course, Pictionary. No one's mentioned Pictionary. Pictionary, yeah. Another, yep. Yeah, classic for sure. Oh, well, Domino's. One that I, one that Domino's, I really, Domino's, yeah. One that I love, speaking of Pictionary, uh, is it's called Telestrations, which is like mm. next level Pictionary. Mm. Uh, so basically you start with a word, uh, you draw that word, and then hand it to the person next to you, and they have to guess what the word is oh, based on your drawing. Okay. And then they do that word, and they hand it off, and mm -hmm. then the next person draws what that person wrote. And so you get to see it. It's like Pictionary Telephone. Yeah. 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 That'd be That's fun. a lot of fun. <laughs> Purple really Monkey fun Dishwasher. <laughs> That's what it could end up being. Yeah. It's a good time. It's always good stuff. Well, anything else before we start wrapping up the conversation, gentlemen? Board games are awesome. Cool board games are awesome. I, I I need to play more. I definitely do. Mm -hmm. I uh, well, now that you can actually safely see people again, that's, that's going to start happening. Yeah, that's a I, thing. Well, it's funny. Okay, one quick last story. Uh, for the longest time, I'd host game night at some my place, and I loved it. I never like had a party, but we always did game night. And Phil, I think, came to the most recent one, and we didn't end up actually playing any games. Everybody just well, yeah. You know what? You good? I think you guys went to the basement and played some, which was awesome. While I stayed upstairs and entertained, but I was like, damn it, I actually wanted to have game night so I could play games. So. Uh, the moral of the story is don't invite too many people just so you can keep it fun and uh, and kind of close-knit and actually play the game. 
So cool. Um, so that's board games. Social media. Awesome. Share what you think with them. Do Interact it. with us. Stay strong. Please stay strong. Keep going. Um, but speaking of games, Joey. It's board game time. Well, oh, not really. We're not really playing a board game, but you oh. know, it's still a game. Will we be bored with the game? I'm board sorry. Games. I can't no. It's called <laughs> this week Board in the USA. Board in the USA. You're like, now see, I didn't expect you to sing, or I would have not put that title in. Like our listeners no what. don't tune in for your singing. I just Yeah, they do. What if they do? No, they don't. <laughs> All right. So this week's game's a buzz in style game. Uh quick 10 rounder. Uh if you buzz in and you're right, you get 10 points. If you buzz in and you're wrong, you lose 10 points. Uh there's no stealing, so if you get a buzz whether you're right or wrong the question's done uh and then most points at the end wins so is everybody ready ready as we'll ever be okay here we go first question the idiom get out of jail free card is an iconic phrase from which board game clint what is monopoly yeah, it's not Jeopardy, Clint. I was going to say, <laughs> is answering in a form of a question disqualify him? Yeah, you should. <laughs> it should. Minus 30 points. I hate this chat. Jeez, that got aggressive fast. My thing was spinning as I hit send, so that's why oh, you beat me. Connection. Yep. I forgot what uh, I needed to type, so I'm just going to randomly type in a string of characters. That's fine. He'll, yeah. All right, here we go. Question number two. Which game utilizes 16 dice in a 4x4 four four grid? That's uh, <laughs> for guess good to go. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's me. Uh, I, I believe that's Yahtzee. Oh, no, that's cor- incorrect. Dang, sorry. What is the, right answer? the correct answer is Boggle. Oh, uh, boggle. boggle. Not a big Boggle fan. Yeah. More of a Obviously, yeah. would not be happy with you, Phil. Do you like propane and propane accessories, though? <laughs> bell, hit the bell. We haven't had a Hank Hill reference in a while. Yeah, uh, Mister Buddy, also known as Doctor Black, is a character in which game? Oh. Mr. Body, not Mr. Buddy. Sorry, your accent got me. Uh, ah. I, it's uh, that's Clue. That's Clue. Is it Clue? Phil, you're Mr. back Mr. to zero points now. Mr. Body is the the murdered person. Uh, great yes. movie too. Yes. Well, oh, I yes. Love, Excellent. Love the movie has different endings. I got to find that on DVD that's just great. to see them all. Yeah, no. great. All right. Next question. Okay. Are we ready? Buzz in if you can spell Yahtzee correctly. Ooh. Ryan. Y-A-H-T-Z-E-E. Yahtzee. Very good. Ryan is on the board. Yahtzee. Ryan, I appreciate you did it in spelling B-rules. Yep. Can I have the country of origin? Yeah. No. Nope. Use, use Yahtzee to sentence. Please. I really hate Yahtzee. Yahtzee. Exclamation point. That's a sentence yeah, for you. Yes, yes, there you go. I still like a family guy. Can you use it in a dirty sentence? (laughs) Okay, next question. 
in which board game do you try to move all your pawns around the board and back to your home before the other teams similar to baseball clint sorry i gotta say the canadian version of it sorry Sorry. there you go (laughs) sorry sorry guy sorry Sorry, halfway through Clint is in the lead with 20 points. Ryan's got 10, and Nate and Phil have zero. Nate made this strategy again of not participating at all to the end to see if he can win. Yeah, and Phil, I don't know if you listened last week. Uh, it was uh, Nate made the finals with the, the tie with an, our, our, our guest <laughs> without answering a question because we all had negative points except him. <laughs> awesome. Trying to see he the it's his strategy. Now. It's really him just being lazy. Don't let him fool you. It's it true. worked though. I, I, you can't argue with results anyway. <laughs> Question number six. How many wedges do you need to win a game of Trivial Pursuit? Clint. Six. Six is correct. I like that they're wedges. They make me I knew it was pizza. five or six. I was like, it's five or six, but I don't remember which. Next question. In Scrabble, how many squares are players given at a time to use? Oh, I could. Yeah, right. Ryan better know this Ryan. one. Seven. Seven is correct. Very good. <laughs> Would you get disowned if you didn't know that yeah. one, Ryan? I mean, that's the standard rules. You can change it. Well, no, but I yeah. mean, would your mom be all, you're not my son? No. <laughs> you didn't get the Scrabble question. You're out. You're out of the family. Here's here's a bonus question. Ooh. This one is worth 30 points. Ooh. <laughs> of course it is. Yep. And it's worth negative 30 if you get it wrong, so keep that in mind. How many body parts can be removed in the game of Operation? Ooh, not touching it. Oh. Ooh. Should we take wild guesses before he reveals the answer? No. Now it's going down to 20, and I'll give you a clue. It's somewhere between <laughs> 8 and 12. My wild guess of 6 was already wrong. Yeah, my, my initial guess was wrong, too. If I had okay. to guess before, it would have been over 20, so I'm way off. Yeah. <laughs> now it's only worth 10 points. It's somewhere between 10 and 12. Clint. <laughs> so it's got to be 11. Nope, it's 12. Aha! You said between 10 and 12. It was inclusive. Yeah. Greater than or equal to and less than or equal to. Hmm. Clint's over here arguing semantics, and I'm not listening to him. He's down to 20 points, whether he you likes it or schooled. not. You got schooled, son. Yeah, yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> Next question. How much money does a player start with in Monopoly? Ooh, I should know that. Phil's already on it. Phil, I think it's a hundred dollars. No, what? It's like it's like it's like Phil. it's like three thousand. Oh. No, on, it's not Phil. three thousand. Phil's at negative ten. I, I'm the worst. Dang. I'm not going to answer it. I was going to say twelve fifty, so I would have been close. What was the answer? 15? Yeah. You have one five hundred, two hundreds, two fifties, six twenties, right? Whatever. So maybe, reason, maybe, I, I thought maybe I played a like a kid version where I was it was like say, one dollar, five dollars, ten dollars, twenty dollars, and fifty. Either that or you played the, the cheapskate version. You yeah, played the knockoff. Jeez. <laughs> the knockoff <laughs> the knockoff called free market. <laughs> okay. Going into the final round. Ryan and Clint are tied with 20 points. Nate is in second to last place with his whopping zero from his <laughs> lack of participation because he's a maroon. And Phil, our resident board game expert, is negative <laughs> Nate points 
with negative 10. Yeah. Come on, Phil. Get yourself back on the board with this. All one. right. Last question. In checkers, what happens when you can't move anymore? That's a softball question. Phil? You get kinged? No. Dang it, Phil. Well, I mean, if if you're at the edge of the board, you can't move anymore unless you get kinged, so. You lose is what happens, Phil. Oh. Ah, You lose. That's amazing. like you. You lose. What's the answer? You lose. I just told you. You lose. Oh, you lose. Pay pay attention. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, I, did, I thought you were yelling at Phil about if that. You get, no, if you get blockist in, then then you, you lose. Block and for Clint's incoherent ability to stay with the game today, I'm taking off one point, which brings him <laughs> down to 19, which makes Ryan our winner this week. Congratulations, <laughs> yeah. Ryan! Oh, that last second uh, one point penalty hurt you, Clint. Yeah, I it usually does. I think that's what cost <laughs> you the game. To be honest with you, I'm not yeah, sure. Well, at least I was in it to the end. You were until you weren't. Until I wasn't. That's right. Like what, 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 you your last, right, Ryan? We got a mm-hmm. Ryan win. We got negative Nate points. We've got Ryan points. So we got we hit the trifecta here. It's just like, yeah. and we got Clint getting screwed over in another game. That's, yes, that's that's, that's <laughs> all like, I can ask. So what does that make it? The point trinity. Yeah, like that's like the grand slam. That's like the the, grand slam. the cycle. It's the cycle of uh, it's the triple of, crown of yeah. of game night. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you, Joey. Um, I guess. Truth be told, I did know someone's answer, <laughs> but I was too slow. And I, by the time someone buzzes in, I don't want to buzz in again. But I did know some of those answers. Not enough to win, but I did know some of those answers. Nope. So, it, so it's Not. 12 for the for operation. All right. So wait, and what was what was the Monopoly starting amount? 1,500. 1,500. 1,500. Can you I see why Phil and Clint get along so well because neither of them pay attention. No, at all. wait, <laughs> wait, what's going on? Wait, stuff? what? Wait, why'd you say my name? <laughs> what's a podcast? <laughs> yeah, who what, are you? Are people? Not this here? thing, not this thing right here. Yeah, no, I'll tell you that much. Just, yeah, we're just hanging out. We're not even recording. Thanks, thanks for <laughs> thanks for hanging out. <laughs> Ryan's like the hell we're not. Yeah, oh, we're kind of assholes. Um, thank you, Joey. Uh, that was fun. Um, not for Clint, but well, not for you. You, know. you didn't do anything. You just hey, listened. I came in third, and I didn't have to do anything, so it's okay. <laughs> not the worst. Um, with zero effort. Ryan will That's tell fun. you if you're not first or last. Shake and bake. Okay. That's <laughs> right. Jacked up on Mountain Dew. It's true. Oh, How about you like a spider monkey? Um, a couple of quick things uh, to end this episode this week. Make sure you're following us on Twitter and Instagram at the underscore dorksman. Uh, Phil, thank you for joining us today. It's been a lot of fun chatting board games with you. Anytime. Um, Plug yourself a little bit, buddy. Yeah. Where can people find you? Yeah. Uh, so in general, uh, Penn State Phil on Twitch. Um, I'm not, I don't, I primarily play around the holidays, uh, for Extra Life. So, uh, definitely first weekend in November is Extra Life game weekend. Uh, come on out, support the cause. Uh, I primarily raise money for Children's Hospital Colorado, but it all goes to uh, Children's Miracle Network hospitals around the country, and it's a great cause. I, I, I want you to join our Nerd Unite Network team because I think uh, that'd be great to have some more tabletop gaming in there because there's a lot of video game stuff. Sure. But yes, Phil's been. This is going to be your sixth year. Uh, yeah, yeah. This year will be six. That's awesome. Yeah, fantastic. He, I heard about it from him before I heard about it from anybody else. And it's cool because, like I said, he's, he'll stream video games, but he'll also stream them playing 
um, you know, board games you may or may not have ever heard. So I think he's, you know, mm -hmm. definitely we're checking out and something I should do is maybe figure out how to stream a couple of different games and uh, play a tabletop. So I think that's a really cool thing you do, Phil. Yeah, no, we can. Well, now this year uh, we will be able to get together and do it. So we could definitely uh, tag team for for a board game session. Oh, we'll be we'll be in touch long before that, because Phil also joins us Tuesday nights as we play video games on the Switch. So, yeah, check us out there. Open secrets. Uh, speaking <laughs> speaking of Tuesdays, uh, you can find Clint on the twitch.tv slash the underscore dorksman channel. Uh, what are you playing this week, Clint? So this week is the cart of, I don't remember his name. What's his name, Nate? I don't know. I think, I think you can choose him then, Clint. It's Mario Kart. Oh, Mario. See, I knew he didn't understand what Mario. you were talking about. Mario Kart. I'm glad Joey did at least. At least somebody knew what I was I talking did. about. I did. I got it. But Mario Kart this week, so please Mario come play. Kart. It's always a good time. That's for Alex, because I'm going to keep saying Mario. Mario? Mario. Mario. You got to say it Mario. right. You got to say it, you gotta say it right. Mario. saying it wrong. <laughs> Mario Kart or Mario Kart? By saying it wrong, you were saying it right. And that's... Vice versa. Yeah. Now I'm confused. What's his actual right. name? <laughs> so Mario, Mario. Italian plumber stereotype cart is what I'm playing on Tuesday. <laughs> okay, perfect. Plumber cart is what you're playing on Tuesday. Awesome. Um and Ryan Monday Thursday Saturday work dependent. It doesn't sound promising because you had to work today. Yeah, uh, sorry man. We'll just um, leave it like that. Yeah, but if he's on, you'll see him. Uh, he'll be on Twitch.tv/slash Agent Tony Stark. Uh, you can always follow him on uh, Twitter at the same account, which I never um, post anything for. <laughs> so just uh, set your notifications on Twitch, people, and you'll there you go. Know yeah, yeah. That's a better one. Asian uh, Tony Stark goes live. At least yeah. you'll have some idea. I don't feel like it's the best, unfortunately. I feel it like it notifies I me all the time. I just ignore it. The ones I want to know, I don't get, and then like I don't get any. For, like people I followed, like for whatever reason, I'm like I don't know who that is, and I'll get their notification. But Ryan goes yeah. live, I don't get it. Sully goes live, I don't get it. Even we go live, I don't get it. But that's why Sully also sends out the emails now too. Right, right, yeah. understood. But yes, notifications are at least a step in the right direction. Yeah. Yes, do it. Um, so yeah, uh, thank you for listening this week. Um, we hope you got some knowledge about board games, or if you also enjoy board games, please let us know. Um, interact with us on uh, Twitter or Instagram, and uh, hopefully one day soon we'll be able to get together and you know play a game or two in person, and that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, anything else from anybody this week? Oh, real quick, guys, again, yes. uh, just to make sure I mention it. We are still, and this doesn't change since the beginning of the podcast, but crossthestreamsmedia.com. Make sure you're checking that out. I want to give a shout out to just the other podcasts on there, including The Movie Gap, Three Beers and a Mic, The Dan Aykroyd Podcast, The Secondary Heroes, and the Burt Reynolds and Charles Bronson Podcast, <laughs> along with newcomers Front Row Negative, Burn Appetit, and The Art of Boar. So there is something for everybody there. Please check out the site. Please check out all those podcasts. All are great guys. And working hard to entertain you. Check it out. Awesome. And we are getting dangerously close to episode 100. Dangerously close. Um, we still have pins for sale. So please hit us up on Twitter if you are looking to purchase some pins. They are amazing. They are. Um, and yeah, keep listening for opportunities to participate in episode 100. I think we'll have a little bit more next week's episode. Right, Clint? Uh, yes. Next week's episode, we will have a new entry method. Perfect. Perfect. You really don't want to miss out a chance to participate. We've seen some some of the prizes that we're uh, we've been able to get from very very generous 
donors and friends of the podcast friends not even just podcast friends but real life friends and um yeah some of the stuff we've got coming is incredible all so of it's good just you'll like some more of it more than others yeah yeah it's true all right cool. thank you everyone for listening uh with that that's my secret i'm always angry yahtzee <laughs> word homies domino let's go nuggets Cross. Thanks for listening to the Four Dorksmen on the Cross the Streams Media Network.